Speaking of tax season, on today's show, we're going to dig into what is and what isn't taxed in your retirement. Tax efficient strategies that you can use coming in hot right after this. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe with Murphy Wealth Management, independent fiduciary, 20-plus years helping folks getting to and through retirement. Joe, hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Steve. Ready uh, ready to rock and roll. It's tax season, so oh, it's always... Oh, it really uh, is. So you a, guys, you were saying Amber is uh, slammed and you wanted to have her on the show, but uh, too much going on. A little bit too much. And remember, my, my partner is also my wife, Steve. So, you know, that happy wife, happy life kind of yes, thing. Yes, indeed. She, yes, she I gave me you those, made the right call. Yes, I did. Because I saw the eyes. And once you see the, that set of eyes looking at you, I was like, okay, you know what? I got this show. No worries. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about taxes, Joe. I mean, it's uh, April 15th, looming on the horizon, certainly. Um, and so when it comes to taxes in retirement, I think some people believe that uh, well, there's no taxes in retirement. Yeah, it's it's a common misconception. And, and look, you know, as you are working and, you know, for a lot of Americans, the majority of Americans, you know, you're working that maybe that corporate job on that W-2 and the taxes are withheld and everything's pretty much automatic outside of maybe a W-4 review or increased retirement plan contributions to lower that tax burden. It's pretty self-sufficient. When you hit into that retirement, nearing that retirement red zone, going into retirement, our busiest time of the year, Steve, is usually in May when those first year retirees realize that maybe they didn't have adequate withholdings. Because remember, your sources of income are going to be different and hopefully varied in retirement. So maybe or maybe not, you did a tax calculator and estimated how much you should have withheld from each income source, how that income source is taxed. We see a lot of new newly minted retirees call us in May saying, I just got clobbered by Uncle Sam. Can you help us? So we're fully anticipating the phones will probably light up in in May here Mm -hmm. um, with some people, these first year retirees that maybe didn't plan. And that that brings me to a quick quick side note, Steve. Yeah, sure. Um, If you are a new retiree, I highly encourage that you at least, if you're not going to use an advisor, definitely use a tax calculator, um, depending on how many income streams. If you're straight Social Security, you know, no worries in the world with taxation. However, if you have multiple streams of income during that first year and throughout the rest of your retirement, you absolutely want to use some of these calculators. And we have them for free. There's no charge. It's right on our website, mwmfinancial.tax. On that resource tab, you can drop down on that box and click that financial calculators. There is almost 10, I think, tax calculators from Social Security taxation, how much of your benefit will be taxed. There's also, Steve, a really cool one down at the bottom called Tax Freedom Day. So for all our workers down there that are driving down the street mumbling saying, I'm not that close to retirement, Tax Freedom Day will tell you how many days you actually have to work out of the year to break even where you're actually having profit, not paying that to either the government or the state. So just a a little side note on that, the average American usually has to hit about 108 days of working through the year to break even where their paycheck becomes profit and all taxes are paid. So think about that for a second. You hit that 109th day, take yourself out to dinner because the money you're making is now yours. Oh, yeah, I like that. Now, you mentioned Social Security just off the top. We've had these conversations before, Joe. Um, So Social Security benefits can be taxed. Yes, they can be. And and this is definitely, look, Social Security represents a large portion of retirement income, whether it's used to pay bills or keep you going, and that is your sole source. How it's taxed is very important. And again, use that calculator right on our website is how your Social Security benefit is taxed. But there's a couple things that go into play. If you have other sources of income combined with your Social Security, then you need to understand what the income thresholds are before your Social Security gets taxed. So it's going to depend on how much money you make throughout the year. It's going to depend on how you file. 
and the thresholds, and I'm just going to use married filing jointly sure. um, just to keep it simple. But if you're making less than $32,000, um, you will pay no taxes on any of your Social Security benefits. If you are making between $32,000 and $44,000, the lesser of 50% of your benefits or 50% of provisional income above that $32,000 up to six grand becomes taxable. Here's where the majority of clients that come in here um, are over that $44,000 level. 85% of their benefits are now taxed, Steve. And when we look at these thresholds, over $44,000, these were set back in 1984 as one of the amendments to the Social Security Act. They have never been increased for inflation. And just last week, we were discussing that You Earn It, You Keep It Act right. um, that is proposed and you know being mulled over by that Democratic rep up in Minnesota. And she and most Americans agree. I think the last tally that I saw is 94% of Americans agree our Social Security should not be federally taxed. However, However, it is, and you have to plan for it. So understand those thresholds. Understand what provisional income is. And I think that was going to be my question, Joe. What what is that, and, and why do we need to be aware? Provisional income is basically a calculation. Now, Social Security, the Social Security Administration does not term it as provisional income. So if you call the SSA office and say, I'm trying to calculate my provisional income, they may call it combined income. So those two terms are interchangeable, provisional and combined. And it's simply the formula that Social Security uses to measure your income and then apply it to those thresholds that I just gave. So it's basically your gross income, uh, without including your Social Security benefits, any tax-free interest, and then you're going to add back 50% of your Social Security benefits. That magic number is going to be applied to those thresholds, and that will tell you how much of your benefit will be taxed going forward. Um, is it double taxation? I think it depends how you look at it. You know, there's many schools of thought on it. I firmly believe it is double taxation, but the government response is, hey, you know, you contributed this, uh, a younger generation contributed this dollar. This isn't your dollar that you're receiving, even though you've been distributing it. I don't buy that. I think it's double taxation. I really hope whatever reform that we get for Social Security, and we're going to need it up to 2034 when that old agent survivor's trust fund depletes, we're going to need something happening. I am really hoping that they ax federal taxation of Social Security. It makes the most sense to me. Absolutely. 800-930-5905. You want to come on in and have that conversation with Joe. Um, so we're talking about just taxes in retirement and what is taxed, what isn't taxed. So Social Security, yes, it's a possibility uh, and a probability, really. What about pensions? Well, most majority of pensions are going to be pre-tax, um, unless you've made uh, post-tax or after-tax contributions to your pension. Some do actually allow that. Um, it's pre-tax money, so it's just going to be like 401k IRA money. Mm -hmm. It's 100% taxable at ordinary income tax rates. And what ordinary income tax rates mean is the tax rate that you actually pay. So we all know the tax brackets, you know, 0, 10, 12, 22, 24. If you can at all ha help it, don't go over that 20. For, um, but that's basically what it's going to be. Okay. And uh, so, yes, your pensions can be. What is a, an interest-bearing account? First, what is an interest-bearing account? I think I know, but... Yeah, any, ty any type of savings account. Oh, okay. Uh, especially any, right, anything. Nothing Anything special. that's interest-bearing. So, you know, especially right now with interest rates as high as they are, I think a lot of people may get some surprises on that because remember, if you have that money sitting in a savings account, you're earning your 5.25%, the money that you make is going to be taxable at ordinary income rates. So if you're at a 22% tax bracket, you're going to be paying about 22% on that interest. So keep that in mind. And that's when we go back, Steve, when we're talking to our clients about keeping money maybe in a, an after-tax savings account, you know, getting that high interest, as opposed to a municipal bond that is going to pay tax-free interest. Okay. So there's a there's a comparison there. And I think, like I said, we'll end up getting a lot of calls. Interest rates were on the floor for so long. This hasn't been an issue for a while. But now we're going to have savers that parked money into these savings accounts that are paying or money markets that are paying larger uh, percentage rates. And we're going to start seeing interest income taxable and some issues coming back with that. That's when we'll come back and say, hey, maybe we want to shift this over to tax-free munis to give you a little bit of relief on that taxation. 
And uh, so we talk about um, dividends, and uh, are they taxed? So, I mean, dividend-paying stocks, that always sounds like a good thing to me. Well, yeah, dividends, dividends are absolutely going to be taxed. And there's two different taxable types. There is ordinary and qualified, and you uh-huh. absolutely want the qualified. And the qualified is all it's determined by is a holding period. So it's 60 days out of the last 120. It needs to be held uh, post the ex-dividend date, and they will qualify as, as qualified dividends, which means you are going to be paying capital gains taxes as opposed to those ordinary income tax rates that are based on your income level for that year. So when the company's paying it out, your holding period, when you bought it and how long you've held it, will determine how that dividend is taxed. And then, I know we're running up against the clock here, uh, traditional IRAs and 401ks, and you can throw Roth IRAs and 401ks as well, because one's taxed, one isn't. Exactly. And these are all mostly retirement accounts. And there's pre-tax and there's post-tax. We all know the awesomeness of the Roth IRA. And we encourage anyone that has the ability to contribute or save in a Roth IRA, you want to, because all those distributions down the road, Uncle Sam can't touch a dime, and that's tax-free. However, the pre-tax accounts, and this is where we see most of the savers with the lion's share of their money, Steve, it's all ordinary income tax rates. 100% of it is taxable. Mm. This is where tax planning comes into play. Sure. And again, on that note, let's uh, if tax planning is something that you'd like to have a conversation with Joe about, now's the time to give him a call. Come on in and do just that. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And whatever your burning questions are, obviously, it's tax time. You have some questions on tax efficiency or potential tax planning. Remember, that April 18th deadline is the time to report those numbers. The time to plan for next year is now. So if you're interested in a tax plan, Steve's going to open up that line. Next 10 callers, uh, we are going to give you the magic number. And Steve, let's get those lines open and we will get to work. You got it, Joe, 800-930-5905. It's an opportunity for you to have a financial roadmap put together. Let Joe and the team translate things that are complicated in a financial world, turn it into something that really just makes sense. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. Call us, 800-930-5905. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right now, 10 callers, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. We are going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy right after this. When we continue, we're going to talk more about tax-efficient strategies for your retirement right after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadov. Joe, helping folks getting to and through retirement. Busy time of the year for you at, uh, at Murphy Wealth Management. I know that uh, you've got uh, lots going on, lots of people, <laughs> and, and uh, more work than you. Uh, you know, what, is, what a guy used to say, uh, you're like a one-armed paper hanger in a windstorm. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love those sayings. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's festive here. Let's put it that way. You know, anytime, I like that. Festive. Yeah, you know, at tax time, it brings out stress. And, you know, we try and allay fears and and talk to people. And and the best advice that I can give people is, look, you want to get it on the table. If you're confused or you're not sure, this is where you want to enlist the help of a professional, whether it's a tax preparer, CPA, or an enrolled agent, a tax code expert. So having that on your side can give you the confidence going forward because, look, the IRS is definitely, they just restarted the letters they're going to start the audits, I'm sure. So all this is going to start kicking back. We've had a reprieve for a couple of years, yeah. um, but now I think that's going to start. So remember, they've gone a lot to a lot of automation. So with going to automation, there's not that human element to say, hey, maybe we shouldn't red flag this. So I think we'll see an increase in audits over the next couple of years. So if you're not sure, 100%, Definitely enlist the help of a tax preparer, or I mean a tax expert, excuse me, because it's so much better to head this off at the pass than wait for that collection letter and saying, oh, yeah, you owe the penalties and interest plus the money that you didn't pay. So there's ways to to plan. You want to make sure that you're reaching out. If you do have questions, we are more than happy to help you out. Okay, Joe, that sounds great. 800-930-5905. 
We're talking about what is taxed and maybe what isn't taxed in retirement. Can we just go through sort of uh, some general sources of ordinary income and, and how they're yeah. taxed? Absolutely. I think that's a, a great idea, Steve, because look, what are the normal sources of retirement income and what is ordinary income taxation? Yeah, right. So ordinary income taxation is going to range anywhere between 10% and 37% based on your income earned for that year, your overall income. So some ordinary income tax taxable uh, sources of income would be the wages that you make at work. So your paycheck, that is going to be taxed as ordinary income. Interest payments um, outside of the tax-free munis, and that's why last segment I, I showed it as a sidecar to any type of high-yield savings. Those munis may fit if you are a high-income earner. Um, Short-term capital gains. Now, this is going to be on assets held less than a year. You hit a real high flyer on a stock, and you're like, sell, 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 and then you don't realize that instead of the favorable capital gains, which could be zero to twenty percent, now all of a sudden you made you know whatever on this stock sale, but you only held it for 180 days. Now you're facing these ordinary income tax rates, which could be much higher than a more favorable capital gains, but you need to hold that asset for over a year. Okay. Um, here's a biggie, and we talked about this, taxable withdrawals from retirement accounts. So your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, you take a, a large withdrawal maybe to buy a car or something like that, that's going on your income tax statement as ordinary income. It could jettison a lot of your income come into a higher tax bracket. Be careful with ordinary income taxation. Taxable Social Security benefits is another one. You hit on that threshold, it's ordinary income taxation on those benefits. Double taxation. I'm going to mm. whisper like the big guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And then withdrawals from HSAs uh, for non-qualified expenses. If you have an HSA and you're under age 65, get the qualified expense list. It's right on the government website. If you need a copy of it, let us know. But make sure that you're using your HSA for qualified expenses under age 65. Annuity payouts, um, any type of annuity payment that you have um, outside of your cost basis on taxable annuities, you're going to pay ordinary income tax rates, rental income, and then pension payouts. These are the main sources that we see that have highly taxable ordinary income that are based on your current tax rates. And then we talked a little bit about long-term capital gains. For general rule, anything held over a year, you are going to have either 0% due, think about 0%, it's based on your income, and those thresholds are pretty nice. Uh, that 15% goes up, uh, don't quote me, it's almost like 500000 you can make, and you're only paying 15% on those long-term capital gains, and then 20% over that five hundred grand level. I have the chart. I don't have the exact numbers. Sure. I, it's... It's like 553,850. Is that 15%? Then over that 553,850, um, now you're in that 20% level. So be cognizant of your income. Be cognizant of long term capital gains versus ordinary income. It will absolutely pay dividends, pun intended, um, to make sure that you are tax efficient and have a tax efficient strategy as you're drawing these assets down or selling these assets and getting prepped for that retirement income. Now's the time to make that call, folks. 800-930-5905. Sit down with Joe and the team. Make it happen. We're talking about some other ways of... Uh, so that was a great overview of, of what ordinary income is. Um, let's talk about one that isn't ordinary income, and that's life insurance proceeds. Where does that fall into the mix? So life, insur life insurance is very efficient because that death benefit is 100% tax-free. And, okay. you know, we're not looking at life insurance benefits, you know, maybe 100000 Some of the benefits that are paid out are a million, $2 million, and that is all tax-free. That really helps a family in need, especially if an income earner um, unfortunately passes away that life insurance proceeds is 100% tax-free. We also, life insurance is another tax benefit, and we use this consistently, especially for our higher income earners, that cash value inside of that life insurance policy, if you draw it out in the form of a loan that you are not required to pay back, that is also tax-free. So it actually has a distribution element that can have a tax-free um, status on it as well. So we love life insurance. We love to use it for more than just a death benefit. It can also be used for estate planning very, very effectively. And those are things that, that not everybody is aware of and, and realize. But once you start explaining it, it, I get very excited about what the prospects could be. 
Oh, Steve, it's it's an incredible estate planning tool, um, especially that we know that you know the estate tax threshold is going to be basically cut in half. So mm -hmm. using life insurance, using an islet, um, which is basically a life insurance trust, um, you can get around a lot of that estate taxation, especially when those thresholds go down. We're going to see a lot of Americans fall into that estate tax, and now their beneficiaries are going to lose some of that money to the U.S. government for not planning correctly. So this can be avoided, but you need to plan. Sure. 800-930-5905. Get that plan going by calling us. Uh, savings bonds. So when I say savings bond, that reminds me, you know, in grade school, you used to used to bring 50 cents to school and buy these stamps and put them in the book. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> the old school. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. The savings bonds, look, they're all it's all ordinary income tax rates upon maturity. So um, but if you do redeem, um, you know, it's if I buy a corporate bond, let's just say, and I sell it earlier, U.S. Treasury and I sell it and I make a profit off the bond price. Um, let's just say that I have a 5% bond and interest rates are down at four. My bond's more valuable, so I can sell that as a profit. Um, depending on holding, that will determine the taxability. But consider most bonds as ordinary income outside of the tax benefits with the municipal bonds. All right, fair enough. And uh, annuities, uh, that's something we talk about most every week. And yep. uh, where does the tax fall there? Well, this is why, Steve, 99% of the annuities that we use uh, for distribution and retirement are pre-tax. And the reason being is they're both taxed at ordinary income. There's no tax advantage staying in the 401k or IRA or going mm -hmm. to the annuity. Where I really don't, I'm not a huge fan of annuities, is taxable money. And here's why. So if I have a taxable annuity and I put $500,000 and it's worth a million and I start drawing income, that income is taxable all on that profit. So I have to draw down that interest first before I get to my cost basis and distribute it tax-free. I think there's much more effective tax strategies and vehicles than an annuity for after-tax money because think about it. If I put that into an investment account and I hold it for over a year, I'm paying much more favorable long-term capital gains as opposed to ordinary income. But for pre-tax retirement, annuities rock. The benefits are awesome, but the taxation is the exact same. It's ordinary income either way. That's why I love the way they match up with pre-tax accounts. 800-930-5905. So let's talk about home sales. Uh, the real estate market, I mean, I don't know. It's It keeps it keeps going on, but I think a lot of folks, when they get close to retirement, it's time to, uh, you know, it's time to downsize. It, it can be time to downsize. And look, you know, the government has, I think it was the 1997 Taxpayers Act. Um, someone can probably correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, that set those thresholds that you can make $250,000 as a single person or 500000 married filing jointly without having to pay any taxes. And remember, you get to add the basis back, any improvements, um, but you need to, the exemptions only allowed every two years. So if you're flipping houses, um, we've, we've had a client come to us, a big tax issue because they, they sold two houses within mm -hmm. that two year period and they did not get that exclusion. So just know if you are selling a home, whether it's an investment property, whether it's your primary residence or you have both and you're not sure which one, definitely call a professional because you do not want to get in a situation where you don't understand the rules and you sell one of those properties. There's so many different avenues, Steve, in real estate to defer taxes using those 1031 exchanges on investment properties, using a DST. You can push and kick the can down the road and the tax man basically forever for the mm -hmm. rest of your life by just understanding the rules. So if you are looking to sell a home and you don't understand or you're not sure, this is a great time to have a conversation with a fiduciary that has a tax expert in-house. In so, I mean, again, there are IRS rules and, and things that you can do, I, I mean, that I don't want to get into it, but that whole 72T thing, right? Well, 72T is basically going to allow you to distribute, yes, the qualified or pre-tax money under age 59 and a half. So there's some caveats there. It has to be an equal and like payment for five years. So you have okay. to distribute it five years or age 59 and a half. So if you're 58 
right? And you do a 72T to avoid that 10% penalty um, pre 59 and a half, you actually have to keep that 72T going past 59 and a half for that other four years okay. to complete that 72T to avoid that 10% IRS penalty. All right. Fair enough. And uh, we need to take a break, Joe. Uh, these, these segments go by so quickly. That's okay. I'm getting wordy today. So we're going to do that special offer, guys, just for our listeners here on AM560. I talk to so many of you every week, and we always have a great conversation. So let's keep that going. And we don't have an agenda. We want to know what your concerns are. Are you concerned about tax time? Are you concerned about retirement? Are you concerned about the market and the Magnificent Seven driving this to new stratospheres? Whatever it is, this is your opportunity to have a consultation free of charge with this fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we're going to get to work. 800-930-5905. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. No cost, no obligation. As Joe just pointed out, you can find out how much risk you're taking. You can see if there's any red flags that could be a problem for you. Do you really know what you're paying in fees or commissions? And of course, creating a lifetime income plan that includes maximizing your social security. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, simply call us 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. Addressing your bucket list is an essential aspect of planning for your future beyond just the financial and administrative aspects of retirement. When we come back, considerations for incorporating your bucket list into your overall life planning right after this. Back on Wealth Health Radio, I'm Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here. Murphy Wealth Management is where you find him. You can find the website at mwmfinancial.tax, mwmfinancial.tax. Covering some ground today, we talked a lot about taxes. Let's talk about fun stuff. Let's talk about right. uh, our bucket list. What do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, Steve, I don't know about you, but I've already got a little uh, side bucket list for myself. You know, I'm compiling it as I'm working because it's that light at the end of the tunnel for me. Like, what are Amber and I working for? You know, what do we really want to do? What do we want to achieve? I love having an end goal. I have, you know, that end in sight and say, you know what, this is why we're working. These are the things that we want to do. And whether it's travel, whether it's spend time with the grandkids or start a new business, you want to have that bucket list established. It sounds silly. They made a movie out of it, which was, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Steven. I did not see the movie. It, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, time spent. And you know, it's it's a classic old school relationship with a couple yep. old dudes, and they figure it out. And I love that about people. You know, it's just fun to do. But with that bucket list, you have your eyes on the prize. You know what you're working for. Write it down. The worst case scenario is you change your mind five years down the road, but fun to have some things to look forward to. Oh, I like that idea. Um, you know, I mean, a couple of suggestions, eating Omaha steaks in Omaha. <laughs> right. I like that. Uh, and this one, too. Um, wearing Capri pants on the Isle of Capri. <laughs> See? As long as they go. don't bring back the skinny jeans, I'm all oh, good. God, yes. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yep, let's cancel those. So I like this. I mean, we just kind of went into defining your bucket list and how important it is. And, and you're right. It is, it is fun to be able to jot stuff down along the way and you go, you know, I really would like to do that. Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want to do is hit retirement with a thud, and that's the rear end on the couch with the remote control turning yeah. on the TV and flipping channels. That's not the way to retire, guys. You want to have something that you look forward to, something that creates passion or ignites passion. And there's so many different things that you can do. So many of our retirees have taught me things. You know, they've started second businesses. They've, you know, we have so many different people doing different things. I love to be a part of that. I love to see what does ignite our clients' passion and help them set that up and set up a new business or open a restaurant. You know, these are the fun things in life. You're working your tail off right now. Why not have some meaning towards the end of that and just say, you know what, I'm done working? No, you're starting a new chapter. You're turning a page. You're looking in a different direction. That is why you want that bucket list. That's why you want to prepare. So when you do have that big day, you have a step forward and you know which direction you're going. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and again, um, our goals should include the bucket list items, right? I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, just should be things that we think about. And so let me ask you this. What kinds of things do you hear? I mean, what sort of, you know, catches your ear when, when folks are talking about their bucket list? 
I love the the travel, the destinations. The yes, yeah. I mean one of my favorite stories, and we're still obviously in touch with our clients that did this. And this was about five years ago. They wanted to see all the sites and all the national parks in the United States of America, which we loved being a part of. And that entailed, you know, selling their primary residence, establishing residency in South Dakota, purchasing the RV. We actually helped them negotiate that, which was so much fun to be a part of. But every place that they went to. Steve, we got a postcard and that there was so much meaning to that. And and it was so fun to be a part of that. You know, that's how true relationships really form um, between us and our clients is being a part of it. And some clients don't want to let us in and that's totally okay. We can crunch the numbers. But for those that do look, I'm a a feeler, you know, I like being around people. I like being part of stories and I like to have an impact and I don't have all the answers, but boy, man, we will go until we can't. Sure. I like like that to every national park. What a what a great goal. Oh, Steve, I still have the postcards. Maybe oh, I'll put bad. some of those on uh, Facebook, but it's so much fun to be a part of and just the 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 energy. You know, to yeah. me it's all about the energy and just the positivity of it. And they enjoyed it. And when they were done, you know, a couple years later, they came back, sold the RV, bought a, a downsized home, and are off running. Now they're really enjoying being part of a community again, but they did it. You know, they got yeah. that bucket list item and we were a part of it, and that was so much fun. Fantastic. 800-930-5905. You want to have that conversation. Um, putting them in your plan with uh, you know, with some kind of priority of what becomes the most important. Yeah, and exactly. And, you know, these goals and stuff, they can't just be, you know, obviously the, the critical financial is making sure that you don't have any double digit interest rate debt that's got to go, that you have enough income to actually retire. You know, what are your savings levels going to be? Where do you want your investment accounts? Those are goals. But the fun goals, obviously, are going to go on a separate piece of paper. That's what drives you to hit the other goals. To me, at least, that's the way I look at it, is you have your fun goals and then you have your financial goals. So two separate goals goal sets and each one is important but the fun side is going to be the bucket list one yeah, for sure. of course well again but as you said too put something down on maybe three four years from now if you decide you don't want to do it well you can readjust that's fine Without a doubt. Look, life changes. You know, think about it. You know, if you look back the last 12 months, I'm guaranteeing, Steve, I know in my life, not everything happened the way that I envisioned. There nope. was, <laughs> yep, there was wrenches that were thrown in. There was adversity. There was surprises. Everything happens. That's what makes life so interesting. And we have to be able to groove. You have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to look at things in a different light if the scenario changes. And that's what makes us human. And that's what makes us awesome. But to do that, it takes uh, a little planning. It takes the ability to say, you know what? I have a plan B. So if it's not working this way, I have a fallback. It's all about preparation, Steve. And although we can't prepare for everything in life, having that main financial plan or having that overall direction and having a contingency plan really helps give you armor to against some of the surprises that life can throw at us. And I like this include personal growth goals. And, and yeah. that could be anything from taking a class to, I mean, you know, whatever that, that might make sense. Well, for me, the, I think the toughest part of retirement is I'm a I'm a pacer. Like I'm always around this office and we have a pretty large office. So I almost have a track that I walk around when I'm talking yeah. on the phone. So it keeps me in pretty good shape. I don't have to, you know, walk on the treadmill, which is nice. But I know when I retire, that's probably going to change. I'm a big eater. I love to eat. So I know that I'm probably going to go through that period where there's a little weight gain, kind of like the freshman year in college, yeah. that freshman 20, I'm going to probably get the retirement 20. So I know <laughs> one of my personal goals is to make sure that that I exercise in retirement. And I know that might be hard, but you want to do that. You want to look at your health is so, so important. Make health a primary goal. Look, we can't control the ailments that affect us and, you know, God forbid diseases or anything like that, but you can control your activity. So make it fun, go to parks, you know, get involved, plug in, do an intramural sport. The fun things like that help keep us connected and keep us positive throughout retirement. I like it. And, and uh, you know, there are certainly a lot of ways you can go. I'd like to share your bucket list. Yeah, tell, tell, your, tell your family. They need to know what you want to do, too. 
Without it, I mean, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. and that's what makes it real. If you keep it to yourself, and you know, it's you want to share this kind of stuff. It's right. positive stuff, and you know, you'll see that people. Hey, are you are you focused on this today? Well, maybe not. But having people like Amber knows everything that we want to do. You know, we share that stuff. But when I'm not up to it, she helps me out. When she's not up to it, I help her out. That's that groove. But you want to share these things with your family and friends and people that you're close to. Well, and making memories along the way, that's important, too. And I, I think about that with my grandkids, too. I, it's about it's not about giving them money or something but it, or anything like that or, you know, but it's about it's about creating the experience. That's yeah. to, that's it. And, and you know, you think about. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to give that to them, they'll have a good experience. And, and that's the thing. And that's why we do the things with our kids is to have those experiences and open their eyes to different things. And to be a part of that, Steve, that's what makes those relationships so special with the little ones. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, those are the things that we want to focus on. We want to bring up that next generation. We want to open their eyes up to the positivity of the world and thinking right and not getting drugged down into all the doom stuff and making sure that they're focused on improving themselves. Vicariously, Steve, almost through osmosis, we help ourselves helping other people helps us so Mm -hmm. you know reach out that hand take that kid to the show you know let you know do those things obviously you might have to plan for some things financially but have those experiences what is life without experiences get out there do those things you won't regret it nope but you won't to tell you i stumbled upon something um i'm into this master class thing i don't know if you've seen that oh yeah 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 i mean it's fantastic yeah, you know, I mean, keep... I gave it to I gave it to my kids for Christmas, and I ended up with one too. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. And it, I feel it, like I'm accomplishing something. I feel like I'm doing something. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Anything that gives you that type of feeling, Steve, you want to chase after. You know, sure. those are positive experiences, and they help tune you up. You know, yep. that's the main thing. So for me, you can get it anywhere. You just want to make sure that you're focused on something that's going to bring not only joy to you, but those people that are around you. That's how we all unite, and that's how we all stick together, and that's how we have those experiences that we all laugh about because all the silly stuff happens. You know, sure. you might have this awesome laid plan, and then all of a sudden all heck breaks loose and you have an awesome story that you're telling in your family for years so of course me, that's part of the fun because i am my, amber calls me chevy chase because i either fall somewhere something crazy <laughs> happens to me you know it's just it's everywhere we go that just happens and i'm a preparer i'm always prepared but you can't plan for things that come out of left field and murphy it usually happens to me if it's gonna happen to anybody <laughs> there you go well again we were talking about uh, b- bucket list items and and there's a few on this list here what, what's your favorite well, let's see here. Take a picture with a Cuban cigar in Cuba. That's um, fun. That's like kind of cool. Um, carnival cosplay in Rio. That's so, a little much for me. but That's probably a little much for me, too. I'm more <laughs> like I want to go see the Amazon rainforest. Oh, you know, gosh, I wanna, yes. I want to yes. go on a safari. You know, those are the kind of things yeah. that I want to do. Me but too. it doesn't matter. Whatever is positive for you. You know, different things float our boats. So whatever is positive for you, make that list. Listen to other people. Share it and get out there and look at retirement as a transitional period. Yes, that comes with a little bit of fear. But with proper planning, this can be a launching point in a two a totally different direction that maybe you didn't envision 10 years ago. That's the fun of it, Steve, and that's why you want to plan. Sure. And we need to plan to have somebody give us a call right now because we are up against the clock, Joe. Well, let's do it. And we're having some fun on the show today, but financials and tax time is serious. So if you do have some burning financial questions or you want to create that retirement plan for yourself and your family, we got your back. Steve's going to open up those lines. We're going to have that conversation 15 minutes, no charge with me. Steve, give them that magic number and I'm going to get to work. 800-930-5905. It's a great opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. Don't procrastinate another day. Simply make that call. 800-930-5905. A practical financial review awaits, and you will get that financial review and see, here's where you are today. But more importantly, it's a roadmap that can help guide you or get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 10 callers right now, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. One more break and we're back with another segment to go here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Up next, our listeners have been busy filling up our inbox with some great questions this week and we're going to answer as many as we can right after this. 
are back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm Steve Sardal. Joe Murphy's here. Joe, an independent fiduciary with Murphy Wealth Management uh, and uh, so much more, Joe, and uh, more than 20 years helping folks. One of the things that um, we we have is, you know, you were, we're talking about the market yeah. a little bit. And uh, so this week, I mean, with a holiday in there and, and all of that, how, how, are we, how are we faring? I mean, it seems very, um, I don't know, up and down. Oh, yeah. I mean, up and down. And I think a lot of it's the interest rate environment. But guys, I mean, think about the last, say, two two years, you know, just the last two years. I mean, we have just experienced and witnessed an incredible market environment. And I'm not talking about the broad-based market like you talked about on this show. I'm talking about that magnificent seven. So if you think about these mega cap stocks like Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Amazon, Google, Alphabet, Facebook slash Meta, and Tesla, this is so amazing. And I just wanted to review a couple statistics that I pull. The market cap of Apple right now equals the entirety of the UK stock market, the entire thing. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Microsoft's market cap is nearing five times the size of Italy's stock market. I mean, wow. this is insane. And if you combine those five companies, if you combine their market capitalization Okay, they would combine to become the second largest stock market in the world. I mean, these mega caps, Steve, is just, it's blinding. And right now, if you look at the NASDAQ 100, 40% of the NASDAQ 100's performance is from these seven stocks. The rest wow. of the broad-based market is like, help, we can't catch up. These things are just absolutely ripping. And the thing to me is we've witnessed this in a rising interest rate environment. It almost seems like they're immune to the interest rate hikes. So I'm not sure how the pivot when we eventually do get it. And speaking of interest rates, um, that's why we're seeing probably a little bit of volatility right now, um, because this market had priced in six rate cuts. And we've seen with that hot CPI, not hot CPI, but raised CPI that we had last uh, last month, you saw the Fed saying, you know what, maybe higher for longer. And we're going to see that volatility because remember, some of these companies that are being traded, especially the ones that operate via margin or loan, you know, they're interest rate sensitive. So you might see some of these tank with these higher rates like this. But there's a there's a 22% chance of zero rate cuts until July of 2024. Um, we haven't seen these percentages increase at all. But now with this environment and these interest rates, I'm really curious to see when we eventually do pivot, whether it's you know next month or all the way out into July or into 2025, I am so curious to see how rate cuts will affect these magnificent seven. And if you think about it, Steve, every mutual fund, the growth mutual funds, technology mutual funds, the driver of all those mutual funds that you may have in your 401k are these seven stocks. And just like that movie, was it The Magnificent Seven? Yes. Uh, Western movie. Yep, I, remember. I think four of them didn't make it. Odds are something's going to happen to one or two of them. You know, that's just playing sure. the odds. I'm not making a, a forecast or anything like that, but just odds that these seven remain this crazy strong for a long time is probably low. So I'm really curious to see number one, when the Fed eventually pivots and how that affects these major mega cap stocks. But it has been astounding riding the tail of these stocks and watching the performance over the last couple of years. It's just mind boggling to me, the, the sheer size of these corporations and their power and their influence out there. It is nuts. But to me, this is going to be a critical time. 2024 into 2025 may be the most critical market period that we've witnessed in our lifetime. At least for me at 50 years old, mm -hmm. this may be the, the one that we're going to watch like a hawk. And I'm so curious to see how it unfolds. Hopefully Janet Yellen's right and we Goldilocks our way through and it's only time. I just think we're in a longer cycle. And I think we will hit some type of recessionary environment, but maybe it's mild. You know, maybe it's mid and we recover and we're, we're off and running again. But if something happens with Magnificent Seven, you're going to see, especially those workplace retirement plans that people have tied up in those growth mutual funds, you're going to see those things just real. So to me, I think, you know, it's business as usual, but close eye 
on these these seven stocks, close eye on the Fed, and close eye to see if we need to transition to some different asset classes and diversify into more defensive positions as we proceed. But right now, business as usual, and hopefully everyone's watching this volatility saying maybe another leg up. Well, again, you talk about those companies and how big they actually are. You don't, I mean, you put it in perspective for me. I hadn't thought of it that way, but that's, that's amazing. It's crazy. It's just, it's, we've, I mean, throughout history, you just don't see this size. No. And, you know, they're dwarfing other stock markets at this point. So, you know, well, that's people incredible. Well, you know, look at NVIDIA. You know, the people are chasing that AI dream, and that thing just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. I mean, there's no end in sight with this. But, you know, at some point, we're looking at the other semiconductors, and we're seeing peelbacks. So is NVIDIA just going to dominate the market from here? Maybe. It could happen. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. But it is so interesting to watch as a trader to see these big companies just continue to roll. Yeah, like it. 800-930-5905, folks, if you want to get in. And again, Again, we're going to count on you, Joe, to keep us up to date on that. It's it's sure. it's an impressive thing to to be able to to get that kind of insight. Not everybody gets that. Well, you know, we try and offer what we can, and obviously, you know, we can't give investment advice out there, right. and, and hopefully, no one's looking at this saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to buy," you know, some of these stocks that are trading at 80 times multiple. No, you know, no. that's not what we're saying. But it is amazing. This run has just been, you know, throughout history, it's just something that's remarkable and something worth following. And especially if you own mutual funds or you're investing in these stocks, fun to follow. It's been a great couple of years for you. So let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. 800-930-5905 is the number. All right, we'll jump into a couple of questions sure. here. Um, Megan has one. She says, all of my friends say that you need at least a million dollars to retire comfortably these days. I only have about half of that, so I'm a little worried about retiring next year. I'm 65 now. Should I keep working into my 70s? Well, Megan, thank you for the question. And that number is arbitrary and the million dollars is thrown away left and right. But look, everyone's situation is different. What I would advise to you is don't follow the herd. When everyone else is saying one thing, understand that your circumstance, your income, your needs in retirement are going to be different from everyone else. That's why we do custom retirement plans. We don't do cookie cutter here because everyone's uniquely different and the planning needs to be different. But what is your magic number, that's what a retirement plan is going to help us determine. What savings levels do you need to hit so you can make sure that you enjoy an equal or greater lifestyle throughout your retirement for 20, 30, 40 years, however long it may be. That is what you want to focus on is your situation. Don't follow everyone over the cliff. You are the one that's in control. Your situation is what matters. That's what we want to plan around. All right, fair enough. And uh, Megan, give us a call. It's 800-930-5905. George says, I am well into retirement age, although still working and have my nest egg, about $500,000 invested entirely in stocks. But I'm getting worried about the future of the economy and the market. Should I transfer everything to a safer investment? (laughs) You're well, we're George, talking about just that. The, yeah, the we were just talking about this. And obviously, everyone's in a, a different situation, George. But what I would consider in your situation is how much of this investment account is fueling your income in retirement? And if it's a substantial amount, then I would say, you know what, a hedge at the very least, whether you're using options or whether you're using that split concept where you're hedging with the annuity that still has potential market upside through those indices, you know, that's a great, and then you get it on both sides. So you don't have to use bonds to hedge. You can use either options or you can use like uh, the indexed annuity, the little five-year is a great partner um, to an investment account, but it's going to be your situation, George. If you're not depending on this, um, you know, to me, you know, maybe just some options would probably be better for you just to, to cover some of those positions. But how appreciated are these positions? You know, is this a retirement account? Is this a taxable account? These are the things that I would really want to know, George, before I would tell you, hey, duck and cover. I don't see any need until we know the need of this pile of money. All right. I like it. 800-930-5905. Um, let's see. We've got time for one more quick sure. one here. Let's go to James. Uh, James says, is it wise or unwise to start planning how I'll handle the inheritance that I get when my mother passes away? She's in her late 80s and in declining health, and I expect to have a substantial amount when she passes. So I certainly don't want to ask her what I can expect to get, but I do want to start planning. 
How do you advise people on this? Well, yeah, and this is a good question, James. And what we really do need to determine is how mom planned. You know, are these yeah. assets in a trust? You know, are they in IRAs? You know, where is these pro? Where are the proceeds going to eventually come from? But it's never too early to start planning. But I would say the critical planning if mom hasn't done any planning is with mom. Um, how you receive that is going to be totally dependent on how mom planned. So that's where I would start is if this is important to you on the taxation, if any, on any proceeds that you would receive, we want to make sure that mom has everything buttoned up. Mom has done all the planning that is necessary. That would create tax efficiency for you. But most parents that that come in here that do want to leave a legacy for their kids, they want to do those things. They don't want Uncle Sam to take the lion's share through taxation. They want to get those documents in place to protect them from excess taxation on legacy transfer. So these are the things that we do, James. We can help you with wealth transfer. We can help you talk to mom and we can ask the right questions to make sure Sure, we know where point A is. Where is mom standing? And help you guys develop a plan to create tax efficiency on that legacy plan. All right, George, call us right now. You'll be glad you did. It's 800-930-5905. That is it, Joe. What a great show. Lots of fun today. We learned a lot, or I learned a lot. Well, you know what? We always learn and we always we always try and go down different avenues than other advisors. And, you know, I think it's all about education and experience. So hopefully we piqued some interest out there. And if you are one of the next 10 callers and you have a burning question or you'd like to get to know us better, this is your opportunity to call. Steve's going to give you that magic number. You're going to get connected with our friendly reception and they will schedule that 15 minute phone call with me, Joe Murphy, this fiduciary financial advisor that's in your ear right now. Steve, give them that magic number and we're going to get to work. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. It's really our goal here, as Joe just said, is to help you make the best decision for you. So if we've, you know, jogged some questions about what you were talking about today, maybe how it applies in your own situation, yeah, give us a call. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, as always, a pleasure. My favorite hour of the week. Love these sessions. And, and, and again, just the... the the information is just so important. I think so too. Look, you know, the informed are the ones that make the best decisions. And that's what we try and bring is a little bit of education. It's not customized. That's why we need that phone call to help you out. But everyone have an awesome week. We're going to be here next week. John it up again. Steve, you have a great week and we'll talk all next week. Thanks guys. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 